0: video games they're a thing well that's our show (laughs) the 3ds a great console of its time Mm -hmm. at certain points of its lifespan probably the best console on the market
1: yeah I played it a whole lot um, for a good while there
0: the 3ds is basically done so it's dead but that doesn't mean all of the games that have come out for it have not come out for it, except for now. Now they've all come out for it, basically.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: One of the last stalwarts of the 3DS has finally made its appearance. Well, by finally, I mean like a month ago. <laughs> by this point,
1: we've been busy.
0: We've had a lot of things we've had to get to before we could talk about this. So, um, but yes, uh, yeah, the fun. They were they were a little bit more important, let's say. Yes um the sequel to persona q uh-huh. shadows of the labyrinth uh-huh. yes shadow of the labyrinth excuse me no plural persona q2 new cinema labyrinth has hit the market and we are here to tell you about that their video game where everyone is here
2: this
0: it's like is- smash brothers but i say not. this
1: is a smash
0: uh hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Season Lambert Check up OVA. It's episode one hundred and thirty-three. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Owl and Ladium. Hello. This is podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga, and we are talking to you about obviously Persona Q2. It's like the Pagel Two introduction from E three. <laughs> uh,
1: that was that was delightful. But it's Persona Q2. Yeah, not as delightful. <laughs> Yikes!
0: Oof.
1: I'm not savage or anything about this game.
0: <laughs> no, uh, you may have already seen some of my thoughts and opinions about this here video game if you've uh, read my review on the Crunchyroll.
1: Jared wrote a d- good review, y'all.
0: Um, that that is basically my encompassing encompassing thoughts about it. Um, but yeah, we are here to give our our thoughts and opinions as you know we've discussed a lot of these dang Persona games over the years.
1: And like. Both of us have a Persona game, like our top 10 games of all time, Mm -hmm. so.
0: I have played every Persona game, Mm -hmm. so I feel like we're very qualified. Yeah, you've played most of them, Mm -hmm. so you are also very qualified for this. Yay! Let's talk about Persona Q2. We'll, We'll give a little bit about our general thoughts. We'll dig into some spoilers here and there, of course, but we'll... We'll, we'll, we'll warn you before we do that because it still is a relatively new game and everything. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and can take a while if you're not powering through it, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Back when Persona Q came out, which was like, what, 2014? 2014. 2014. Um, It was a fresh concept, mm-hmm. Um, seeing the Persona stylings, the characters and the storytelling mixed in with the Etreon Odyssey gameplay, um of their their style of RPG and like all the map making stuff. It was an interesting concept that I think at times worked mm-hmm. and there was definitely some problems with it. But otherwise, you know, it's not necessarily the worst of the spin off games that have come out. Um even then it wasn't. I think like now it's kind of more solidified as spot as definitely not being the worst. Yeah. But it was one of those games where, like, you know, considering it's a non-canon entry and everything, and just the ways that they had to bring the Persona Three and Persona Four cast together to to do that, like, it definitely seemed like something that you wouldn't think that would they would do a spin or a a sequel to. Mm-hmm. But here we are; they've made a sequel to it that, in no way, shape, or form, references the original.
1: Nope, because it is, was not canon, and this is not canon this either. This is also
0: not canon, so it was very strange and peculiar in that way. I remember back, you know, when this initially got announced and everything, it was, I met it with very tepid feelings. I was just like, okay, sure, I guess you would make a sequel to that, but I, in all, in all honesty, I wasn't that interested.
1: Yeah, when they first announced it, I was like, nope, I'm, I'm good. I don't need that.
0: And then, like, Especially they... Especially
1: because of our feelings on Five.
0: Yes, that was kind of the main thing, because, of course, like, this was going to be the thing where, you know, Five is going to be the leader of it, because it is the new thing. And, you know, mm-hmm. that makes that makes sense, like, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was just like, I, you know, I liked PQ, the original one. I don't really necessarily need another one of those. Um, until they, they showed off the first, like, actual like trailer-trailer for it. And it was just, like, you know, mostly, like, what you would expect. There's a lot of Five influences. You see the cast of Three and Four show up. And then they hit you with, like, the end like big stinger of, oh by the way, the MC from P three P is also in this game. I was like
2: <sighs> I remember
1: both of us were like that means we have to buy this. Yep. Yeah. Both of us were like that.
2: Because <laughs>
1: like and I'm like, okay, yeah, I mean it exists again. Cool I guess. Like they're gonna butcher Akihiko as they do and like uh he's gonna butcher Chie. I, I don't really need any of that again. And then like it closes out with her. I was like You know how to get me back in, Atlas.
0: In all honesty, it was incredibly surprising considering how much they have ignored her.
1: Ignored her.
0: Through the last 10 years. So, like, for them to be like, hey, by the way, she's in this is like, wow.
1: It was wild and unexpected.
0: So that was the big hook. And then it was like, okay, like, what are they going to do to, like, make this different than pq1 and And how do they do this with like three different casts like is this going to be the same style of pq1 where you know you play as either the p3 or the p4 side and this time it would just be split between three different casts or what and And the answer is do
1: they duplicate three but they don't
0: right yeah um, the answer is though is no. They just basically kind of streamline everything, which I think works for the best. It does, in all think. honesty, because like having like three different versions of the same game would not be great. I think it, it would and be
1: a chaotic,
0: and I don't think there's enough like story. There would not there would not be enough story differentiating things to happen. Yeah, to to make so. it worthwhile. So I think that was actually a smart decision on on their part to kind of just more or less streamline everything. And obviously, the P five cast is more of like the the main cast that you. You see and play as like obviously you play as joker is the main character so you know it is kind of focused in that direction but it works so much better than just be like well you could have this cast or this cast or this cast and it's basically the same story throughout
1: um that said i did remove joker from my party as soon as i like had the people <laughs> that i wanted i, I didn't
0: happy. but mostly it's because like he was just already leveled up enough that like you know he was just there to begin with, so like whatever he's just gonna be I will use him as you know he has these skills that I need. All right, you're just a body up there. you're up front you you may die. it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got rid of him. I was like, nope, you're out. bye, buddy. Time to get benched. Why are you kicking me?
0: because you were smooshing him.
1: No, that's a different kitty. this is Oh. this is the smoosh face cat. He's kicking. <laughs> the smoosh
0: face cat. He
1: is. He's a smoosh. He's a smoosh. He is. He's a good smoosh.
0: <laughs> uh I, I think coming into this like like one of the th- one of the problems that this game actually does have is the fact that it has three game casts, three yes. full game casts in it. And it's just too many characters.
1: It is way too many characters.
0: <laughs> it, it comes to the pa- it comes down to the fact that like, you know, you have so many different characters that you have that and there's a lot of different quests out there that are like I guess like this isn't actually the fact but for me I thought this was the fact for it's like oh you need this character and this character in your party to do this specific quest and they're going to be like maybe 15, 20, 30 levels below you when you're doing this quest so it's going to be really hard until Al's like you don't have to do that what are you doing?
1: Yeah there's only a few of them that you actually have in your party but
0: and I was like oh I've just been making this harder on myself than I needed to be (laughs) <laughs> but, but you know, it, it, it feels like there's just too many because, like, the fact is, you know, there are, what, 25, I think, is what I counted, playable mm. characters in this, and they all have their own different skills and abilities and everything, and that gives you a lot of different options in terms of how you want to play the game, but then that means as well, like, you're going to pick a party of five, um, I think that's a TV show, but... You're going to pick that party and then you're just going to stick with that party and not really go around experimenting with, like, well, what if I put this character in or this character in and see how these things mash up and everything? It is, it feels. I under. Like, you can't really do this without having everyone there. I mean, maybe you could by just, like, cutting one of the casts. But at the same time, like, it's just. It's a lot.
1: I think if they had cut somebody, it would, have, like, some group off. Yeah. Like, if you cut three, then you you alienate that fan base and mm-hmm. also it wouldn't make sense to have them see but not three cast and then like if you cut four then you alienate that group and then they're not going to cut five because five is their bread and butter right now so like,
0: yeah exactly
1: you know who who do you cut without upsetting anybody
0: it's one of those where you do if you do d- if you don't yeah so i i am not envious of the position they were in so or the, the decision they had to make either. So that is the thing. Uh but there are some fun things that you get to have with like all these different characters interacting and everything. Like they have a new system that has, you know, like, uh, you have specific attacks that happen because of quests you do where certain characters will team up together and do like a, a cool little animation attack based on like the way their characters are and, and whatnot. So like, uh, Yukiko and Yusuke have like a really fun attack. Um, the uh, the various protagonists have their own special attack that they get to do. Fimsey uh, has her own attack that she does with like the the rest of C's, um, and basically it's it's that kind of thing. And those are really fun. Like I I really enjoyed those anytime they popped up
1: in game. We need to talk about the fact that like Joker and P three protagonists they have theirs where like Joker has his gun to his head. I'm like, oh, he does. Um, <laughs> um, that that doesn't. Work.
0: No, no. <laughs> Do not do that.
1: Does not quite work like that, buddy. Uh so yeah, he's just like off himself by hanging out with a suit, I guess. Uh
0: I mean in that game you can make Joker into the biggest d imaginable. So like it makes
1: sense. It totally
0: makes sense, yeah.
1: Um and I kinda did. Same. Um but then you have some that are like really, really irritating. Like um you have for some reason they decided that like Yusuke's um like defining character trait was that he was hungry. Yeah. Um and so like they have one where it's like Akihiko and Yusuke and Shinji and Yusuke's like, I wanna fight them. Oh no, I am hungry. What do I do? And Shinji's like, here, have a, a rice ball slash jelly donut. And um Akihiko's like, I have protein and then they all just drink a protein. And like go and fight. I'm like, what is happening right now? So some of them are dumb.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, there is like the problems that PQ originally had where certain characters are written very poorly and just become caricatures of themselves and of their character arcs and everything is very emblematic in this game as well. So, you know, like you said, Akihiko is very just like, I love protein and that's all my character is. Yeah. GA kinda gets boiled down to I love meat, that's all my character is. Yusuke gets that same problem where she's like, I'm hungry.
2: It's
1: like, oh
0: <laughs> thanks.
1: Right. Like, um for one, this is like really sad because we're we're like letting this child actually go hungry, um, because of his art. Um but also like that dude had a really great arc in five and one of the few that actually had a decent arc and then they're like but he's just hungry y'all
0: but i mean granted you know they do the same things with other characters like we said so it is not the biggest surprise yeah
1: it's not just him
0: at all but like there are good like just character moments in general throughout this like um despite the the misgivings that they, they do give certain characters and when we get into spoilers we'll talk about one character in specific that they actually write mm-hmm. way better than they do in the in their original game which is
2: yeah incredibly
0: surprising given the uh, the way that the writing in this game tends to go so
2: yeah
0: um
1: and um there was somebody else i was gonna say was like dumbed down but i remember who i was gonna say at this point
0: but I think, like, the the main problem with that is not, not just necessarily that they just make them caricatures, is that they are bringing all these characters together when they are incomplete. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest problems that this game and the previous game had, is that they bring all these characters together when it's about, like, what, halfway to two-thirds, way, two-thirds of the way through their respective games, and they are still going through their character arcs and everything. Yep. So they are, you know, not necessarily the same characters they are by the time they finish the game, so... They are not, you know, completed characters in that sense. But at the same time, it's just, like, they go with, like, the easiest thing that they can do in terms of writing these characters and don't necessarily put that much more effort into them than they really could. And yep. it it turns into more of a disappointment than than anything else. But at the same time, you've got 25 characters that you have to write.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, like, it does lead to some good like having these characters together does lead to some good moments like the the Yukiko and Yusuke um quest story thing was hilarious mm-hmm. it was so good
0: there's a gr- there's a great moment when um Fimsy, you and Ren meet up thank you Max
1: is he meowing
0: I heard a meow I mean he's um, sitting
1: right next to me so yeah. it, it would be him if you heard a meow
0: But there's a good there's a good moments when like the wild cards all meet up and like there's one time where they're talking about like something having a long nose and they're all like nose, nose, nose. Yeah. Uh, There's a moment I think when you and the P4 company come into play and they meet up with Ren and Femcee and they introduce themselves by talking as if they are personas they have gotten. And it is literally one of the best things I have seen in a persona game. Like it is fantastic. Because of course like all of these wild cards would be just complete weirdos. I think that's how their characters are. Yeah. And they would do stuff like that. They would. <laughs> and it's just it's it's fantastic. Like it I think what makes like some of the writing in this disappointing is that you get to see these flashes of brilliance in there, you know, scattered throughout, but then like it's kind of stuck in between these instances where it just becomes lazy.
1: Very lazy. It's a bummer. Yeah.
0: Um, the gameplay is essentially, you know, very similar to the last game. It is going around into all these different dungeons, mapping them out, um, finding FOEs and traps and everything and trying to circumvent them until you find a boss. Um, all of the dungeons are themed around different movies because you are stuck in a movie theater. So that's kind of the motif for everything. And each specific uh, dungeon is set around a specific kind of theme and each theme will basically kind of revolve around one of the specific game's casts until you get basically into the late game. Yep. Um, so so that's all happens. The only problem with these dungeons is that, like, a lot of them are just very too kind of open, mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, given that this game, like, the, the one of the titles, or one of the words in the title of the game is Labyrinth, they don't really feel like Labyrinths until you get to, like, the very last dungeon, yeah, I agree. Which is not something you would really want to have happen. Um, everything else just has, like, too much of, like, you you don't feel claustrophobic or anything. You don't feel like you're in a tight and cramped space. It's just, like, everything's very open to you. And then once you get to that final dungeon, that's when everything kind of finally kicks in. But prior to that, it's just, you know, here's some dungeons and they're okay. The, the penultimate dungeon's very long for the sake of being long, which is a problem that Persona has kind of been running into lately which is a, a real shame um just in terms of just artificial artificially inflating the game's length and all that sort of stuff by doing things like making dungeons super long for just the sake of having them be long and not to have them really have anything interesting happen during that long period of time you're running through them mm-hmm. it's it is a bit of a bummer on that front um Perhaps the, the one big thing that is very odd and peculiar that is also just also a very big disappointment is they didn't dub this. And this it, is the first Persona game brought over to, like, English-speaking uh, regions and everything that hasn't been dubbed. Correct. So, like, everything before this has had precedent, uh, precedent of being dubbed all the way back to Revelations Persona. So everything has been dubbed until this, and, like... On one hand, yeah, it sucks. It is a bummer. On the other hand, I completely understand why Atlas would not want to dub this game.
1: I mean, you'd have to pay so many people.
0: Exactly, re getting getting all of those casts back together, um, which is probably a lot harder than it is over here than it is in Japan. Um, paying all those people, getting them all on a on a schedule that would work. Like, you're you're if you're if you're gonna dub this game, you're probably not putting out until holidays this year. Yeah. And for the fact that it's a 3DS game, Atlas USA probably looked at the, all the, looked at these options and were like, look, the 3DS is a a pretty dead platform. We can either put it out now or wait six months and get it dubbed and pay and have to spend more money to do that or just put it out now because it's a 3DS game.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's really disappointing, but I get why they did it.
0: True. Um, I mean in retrospect they did avoid some controversy with you know the the dubbing cast and everything so They did. They did on that front, but at the same time it is it is a bummer because like we said all the other games have had dubs.
1: But also like he's he's
0: replaceable. True, true, true. Like and there is precedent for replacement casts in Persona games. That is very much a thing, so. Mhm. Um but yeah, it, it is a bummer, but like at the same time, I completely understand why, from, like, a business perspective, you would not want to put forth the money and time into dubbing a 3DS game in 2019.
1: Yeah. No, I get it. But so, it's, it still sucks.
0: It still is a, is a bit of a bummer. Um, Is there anything else we should talk about before we get into, like, spoiler stuff? Um... I feel like there might be, but I just can't remember for the sake of remembering.
1: Um... Hmm. If there is, I can't think of it.
0: Soundtrack's good.
1: Soundtrack's very good. Soundtrack is very, very, very good.
0: It is one of the bright spots of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, they they get, basically get back all of the, uh, the vocalists from their respective games. So you have, like, uh, Yumi Kamamaru from Persona 3, Mayumi Fujita from Persona 3 Portable, Shih- Shihoko Hirata from Persona 4. 4,
1: 4. <laughs> <laughs> Try again.
0: Uh, And then Lynn from Persona 5 comes in, and Lotus Juice is just bouncing around he's just there (laughs) he's just there um so yeah like all of them have their own respective uh, battle themes and everything for like which uh protagonist you get and everything and you can kind of swap those on the fly and everything um and like some of this like the uh, the other like original soundtrack stuff and other songs that they produce within here are very good as well Mm -hmm. um so that's good um I think kind of going back to like some of the the writing being lazy is that they they reuse some of the some old jokes. Yeah. Like uh, the Marie poem stuff is a thing that they reuse Ugh. again, and that's like what the third or fourth time they've done that gag.
1: Yeah, it, it's not. It wasn't good the first time. It's not good the second time. It's like the fifth time. It's still not good. Please stop <laughs> doing it. Just let Marie die. Yikes. Not literally. Yikes. I don't want her to actually be murdered. That'd be weird. And very not nice
0: of me. But, like, it's, 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 it is it's is a gag that it's they old. have done before, done before in other games and didn't necessarily need to reuse again.
1: And also, like, it wasn't as funny this time because, like, last time, you know, we had, uh, like, Akihiko and people like that reading them. And that was way funnier.
0: Mm-hmm. The only um, good thing about these poems... Is that I feel like the localizer is a secret Guilty Kiss fan. Guilty Kiss! And snuck in some references into those poems.
1: Yep. That was pretty funny, actually.
0: Because there are some very specific like wording and stuff in some of those poems. that it's just like, hmm. This is a little too on the nose to be a, a really good coincidence. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I think that kind of covers the general specifics of the game itself. So I think we're going to dive into some spoilers here.
1: Time for spoilers.
0: So if, if you're wanting to play this game or in the middle of playing this game or whatnot and don't want to have the story and everything spoiled for you, this would be the time to tune out.
1: Actually, one thing that I do want to say that's not really spoiler because we are it in the trailer, but um, seeing Yosuke with like dinosaur body is like the funniest thing in the entire universe. <laughs>
0: very bizarre
1: it's so weird he's just like eating grass i'm like all right you know what he would (laughs) anyway
0: uh so yeah if you don't want spoilers
1: spoiler time you gotta go bye-bye
0: can't stay but you gotta go i don't know that's that's not the right wording of that but no
1: we adore you but bye-bye
0: All right. Well, let's talk about some story stuff. Let's. So we mentioned this a little bit in terms of the writing and everything, and I kind of just wanted to get this off the bat so we don't forget. But okay, um, we mentioned a specific character mm-hmm. is better written in this game than their their original game. Facts. And that is a character we did not like in Persona Five.
1: It's because he sucked.
0: Uh, Akechi is incredibly well written and way better he's way more subtle um you can still see like the uh, the nuances of his character and how like you know he's not who he actually says he is and everything but it is not just like beat you over the head of, of how obvious it is in Persona five like here it's like you know like i said it's very much it's way more subtle and like it works so much better to have him written like this than it was in vanilla Persona five
1: i agree like he it's, is so much better in this and it's insane but,
0: it was incredibly surprising. Like I remember, like I was like probably halfway through the game, and I texted you. I was like, "So I think this is my hot take about the game, but I, like, Akechi is way better written in this game." And you're like, "Yeah." It's like not that was not at all the thing I was expecting to take away from this game.
1: No, I was not expecting that either. It was very weird that like there was one moment with um him and Ken mm-hmm. talking, and I was like, "Holy shit, like this is really well done."
0: Like he has that moment with Ken, he has a, another moment with uh, Shinji, mm-hmm. and it's just like, <laughs> where was this character? Where was this writing in the original game? Like obviously, the Persona Five has a, a checkered history with the way it was localized and everything. Yeah, but like, man, if this care, if his character was written like this in the original, in Persona Five Vanilla, like it probably would have made that story a little bit more enjoyable and like, especially his character, just like way more nuanced and just more a better villain for that game than exactly what he is. Mm-hmm. So like, I, yeah, I was not expecting that to be the big surprise coming out of this game. That are like, wow, they, they wrote a catchy really well. Like, yeah. holy.
1: I mean, legit. That's one of the best things about this game is how well they wrote him. Like, Which is not anything I ever expected to say.
0: No 1000% not because like I I remember going into this and thinking like well of course they throw him in this because like a lot of people like his character and everything so you're not going to not include him so Mm -hmm. it was like I was kind of bummed that he was involved but like on coming out on the other end I was like wow I'm so glad they put him in here because they did a fantastic job with him
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like it's it is super surprising and incredible
1: it was wild. It really was.
0: Like, if you're if you're saying, like, here's the top five best things from this game, which, is, to be fair, this isn't a good game.
1: It is not a good game.
0: Like, that is one of the top five best things about this game.
1: Yeah. I agree with you. Um, like, and that's not good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they
1: were like, man, look how this character could have been. Yeah. And, but this is like this sh- side game. <laughs>
0: Like I'm, I'm actually like coming, like just thinking about it, like right now. Like I wonder, cause they're redoing Persona Five, like they're making a a re, kind of a golden version of a Persona Five Royal, uh, yeah. that's coming out next year for Western audiences. I wonder if Atlas USA is gonna retranslate that game. You think they will? Well, considering how much uh, like controversy they had for it. Like I know that would be a ton of work. Mm-hmm. And like it would be easier just to slap the original script into there and then just translate the newer stuff. But I wonder if they might actually retranslate it to like kind of put to bed like the controversy behind the localization of it originally. I'm not like not to say like that's gonna fix the game entirely, but like, you know, it would at least be like a band aid of sorts on one <laughs> part of the game that's bad um but that's that's just a, something that popped in my head i don't know i don't know if they would actually do that that's that's yeah, that's that a lot of
1: work that's a lot of work
0: and they, they'd also have to redub it so they probably won't no yeah but it would be interesting if they did but, but also uh people
1: were like oh my god pursuit of Five is the best thing ever bro. and that's even where that it. nonsense so.
0: yeah um but essentially uh story-wise for the game uh you start off with the P five crew, they're going through Mementos and everything, and then they just get sucked into this other world where they see uh Kamoshita. he's now a superhero and everything, they're like, What WTF? Yeah. Uh they jump through like a screen and they find themselves in a movie theater. That is where they meet the three new characters for this game specifically. They meet uh Hikari, who is this, this tiny she's a tiny girl. Not really a tiny girl, she's she's smaller. She's like,
1: smaller and she has like a film film reel on her head.
0: Yeah, uh, but she's like their age, so <laughs> yeah. Um, they meet or also. can tell when they're chibi. Yeah, that that's the thing. Uh, Nagi, who they she calls herself the uh, the theater's curator. curator. Um, she's basically taking care of Hikari, uh, and they also meet Doe, who's mm-hmm. just like this weird shadow looking character who hangs out in the projection room and just kind of doesn't do anything, and they're very all sketched out by him. Don't know really what to do, to make of him.
1: Yeah, he's, he's kind of weird.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So basically they realize they're kind of all trapped there and it has the same kind of motif as Persona Q did where there's a door but it has a bunch of locks on it and basically you progress through each dungeon and take care of one of the locks on the door. Correct. So there's that. Uh, eventually they run into like the Velvet Room weirdos. They all show up. So like <laughs> the twins show up. uh Theodore and Elizabeth show up Margaret and Marie show up the whole gang's all here Theodore gets put in a popcorn costume he does Elizabeth just wears like a weird film get up and gets and wears some 3d glasses and gets very into everything because of course she does
1: um it's also interesting that um, in this dub like in the Japanese dub they call him Theodore yeah and I was not expecting that.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've never really listened to the the Japanese dub of a persona game outside of like the three movies, but he doesn't show up in those, so right, not something we would really know,
1: yeah, I was like, huh, interesting,
0: so yeah, they they all that happens, they realize they're kind of stuck there, so they go back into the the movie and try and figure things out. They realize that like it's a place where Kamashida man
2: mm-hmm.
0: who is the, the 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 antagonist of this movie um rules the city with an iron fist basically it's his law or the highway all that sort of stuff um they end up running around throughout the dungeon and everything they this is where you run into phim C, who's just kind of there and she's like hey i'm just here kind of got lost from my colleagues i'll just hang out with you guys now okay cool yeah. uh so that happens, they they realize that she's 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 cool because she can summon personas. Except she shoots herself with a, a gun. And they're like, "What the heck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is this?" Um, eventually, you beat Kamashita Man and everything, and you you finish the, the first film. You he pop out. A bunny. He becomes a bunny. It's very weird. Yeah, it's very. Uh, weird. You pop out. Doe shows up in the theater room and then just pukes out a key he from his like- eyes
1: crying out of his eyes and it becomes a key.
0: And Hikari's like what the
1: heck? I mean it's weird.
0: Everyone's very weirded out uh, the key basically unlocks one of the locks obviously and that, and then a new movie opens up uh, the second movie is dinosaur themed it is called Junesic Land <laughs> every day is great at your Junesic Land um, so it's it's basically it's Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park. all that sort of stuff. Um, very like jungly motif and everything. Um, this is where you run into Yosuke with a dinosaur head or dinosaur body, and mm-hmm. you're like, "What is going on?" Uh, <laughs> also, this is
2: he's eating some grass. He's
0: eating some grass. Just enjoying life. Uh, here's where you find the P4 crew. Yep. Uh, they have a really good introduction where, like, they uh, do the uh the Phantom Thieves kind of like are they notice something's amiss and then. <laughs> here comes you just coming out to literally murder He's gonna Ren. murder him! <laughs> and Rin just guards with his gun. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna fight you your sword with my gun.
1: <laughs> Which is really funny good. because, like, later, he was like, yeah, man, sorry, uh, didn't, didn't really know that you were, like, friendly. And he's like, so why'd you pick a gun? You know, it's, it's not real. Wouldn't have done anything.
0: <laughs> uh, so all those dorks are there.
1: Yep being good dorks
0: good dorks they're all there um this dungeon basically kind of revolves around the idea of like group mentality so like these dinosaurs all like they base all their decisions around group voting and everything uh the yosuke dinosaur gets voted out at one point then gets joined back and then they're like no we don't want the humans to help us we can fend on our own and then it's like big old dinosaurs come in
1: rule Yeah, yeah they're what are they called the carnivores
0: yeah, they come up and like, well, let's eat you. And like, oh no! And you also, have to save them.
1: It's hilarious because the carnivores are like super glitzy. They have like eyeshadow and makeup and like super long eyelashes. It's very weird.
0: Yeah. Uh, it eventually ends with you having to fight the Yoske dinosaur, who basically turns into like a Jiraiya dinosaur. Oh god, my
1: Yes, Lord. he Jiraiya. does become Jiraiya.
0: So that all happens. Mm-hmm. You defeat another dungeon. Yay. Another movie dungeon. I'm going to take a pill. They're
1: like, they're like, oh hey, you can join our group again. Mr. Yosuke Dinosaur.
0: We have learned the error of our ways with group mentality. Uh, So Doe spits out another key again. That's mm-hmm. two locks down. The next uh, dungeon is sci-fi themed. It is called Iguis.
1: Hmm, I wonder what's going to happen here.
0: Uh, Basically, this whole thing is like it's this huge utopia where robots rule humans are gone and the robots are all controlled by a mastermind who basically instructs them to do everything this way. One robot sees a flower, picks it up and changes into what looks like, I guess essentially. Um, and kind of they, everyone sees her, sees this robot as like a defect and everything. Uh, is like, I know this. I know, I guess that's one of my comrades. And they're like, Oh, cool. We're gonna be able to help you find your comrades. (laughs) So they go in and obviously it's very, you know, roboty theme, sci-fi, everything. Um,
1: I guess Robot becomes Ribbon at one point.
0: Yes, Ribbon is a very good character.
1: Ribbon is one of the better parts Re-bon. of this. Ribbon. Ribbon.
0: Uh, you eventually run into some of C's minus uh, I Makoto guess. and I guess. Uh They're like, yeah, they're gone. Um, Phimsy is very excited to see her teammates.
1: Who don't know her.
0: Who don't know her? That's the big twist. Is that the 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 C's that you roll up are the male protagonists of characters, not fem C's, and like they're like, oh, we don't really know who you are, and she's like, oh okay, it's so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm.
1: It's actually like one of the better written parts of this game, in them dealing with like the fact that she knows them but they don't know her and like mm-hmm. how how the group is dealing with it in terms of like you know she's just trying to like smile and bear it and like she knows the people but she's trying not to be weird about it
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they're like you know we kind of feel like butts and that like she knows us but we don't know her and you know she's trying really hard to put on a brave face and like, it's it's actually like it made me sad because maybe because the three crews so much, and I love her so much. So I was like, oh, "My girls hurting," <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was it was good. But yeah, this is where we run into that.
0: There's some good parts as well. Like eventually, like they come to realize that, like you know, it's The way like their relationship is with her is very familiar, even though it, they don't really know her. It's like, but mostly it's just because they remind her, or she reminds them of of uh male protagonists and everything mm-hmm. but uh, it's yeah they the arc they all go through is very good and um i think it shows a lot of different layers to femsi's character as well because normally she is like the more bright and cheerful uh protagonist of the the three i guess you could say deuteragonists yeah. but um yeah i i it like it's, like you said, it's it's probably one of the better written parts of this game,
2: mm-hmm.
0: with with how they deal deal with that. Uh, eventually, you run into igis and and Makoto, which if you want to if you want to have some fun in this game, which of course, of course like like the original game, this game has uh, character limits on the character names, so you really cannot name the characters who they actually are, like their canon names. So that's a bummer. Except for the three three protagonists, you can name them both the same char- same name
1: yeah that was that was messy.
0: So you have three different characters named Makato, and then you never know who's who's actually getting talked about. <laughs> it's very good. it's a it's a really fun way to play the game.
1: <laughs> I only had two characters named Makoto.
0: Well, you're missing out. Probably. I remember doing that. I think I did a FMC run through on YouTube and just named her the 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 P three movie name. I was like, it would work. Makoto works for both boys and girls, so why not do that? <laughs> totally, totally fits. Um, so yeah, eventually you run into them and then you fight the overseer, who it looks like uh, Ikutsuki, because mm-hmm. of course, um, Ribbon oh, gets God, uh, orgia balls. mode.
1: This boss Which is real sucked.
0: fun. A lot of the bosses in this game sucked.
1: Yeah, a lot of the bosses sucked so a bad. A lot of the bosses this in this game suck. Made me really mad.
0: A lot of the bosses are basically like we like we talked about, one of the problems in this game is of long for the sake of being long. And that is very emblematic of the bosses themselves, where a lot of them yeah. will have like very like either just a lot of health, uh story events you have to basically fight through until you get to uh, they'll just automatically heal themselves for no uh, apparent reason whatsoever, other than just story. Because story. Because plot
1: is awful.
0: Um, yeah, a lot. Of, it's just it's there are long boss fights, and they do not need to be long boss fights.
1: Yes, I agree. Even on like safety mode,
0: they are long boss fights, and they do not need to be long boss fights.
1: Yeah, it was bad.
0: Uh, but yeah, you eventually fight the the boss here and do that. Uh, save everyone, get out, and you get a third key and all that, and then uh, Hikari goes missing.
1: Yep. And, and you get, realize. like, a weird trailer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Where the, the movie title out. is, like, scratched out, so you don't know what the title of the movie is or anything, but the motif of the movie and everything is very, like, kind of like happy and colorful. Um, so it kind of is counteracting to, like, what you've seen with, like, the title being scratched out and everything and Hikari going missing. So you're just like, what is going on here? Uh, eventually, you find out that, like, the movie is about Hikari and her life and everything and, like, what has happened to her to, like, kind of force her actual self to kind of become very, like, jaded and um, closed to everyone else and just, like, not wanting to deal with anyone, mm-hmm. including, like, people she's very close to. Um, so, you go through a lot of, like, different, like, scenarios where it turns into a musical,
1: which is yep. interesting. Yep. <laughs>
0: that, that go through her life story and everything. Um, this dungeon is, is again, long for the sake of being long. It's it's not fun. Yeah, it's not fun. It's a lot of going up, like, uh, up a level, down a level, 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 and so on and so forth. It's, yeah, not fun. Uh, but eventually you... You make your way to the boss of, like, one of the bosses or the boss of this? What is the actual boss of this level? Is it Doe or is Doe like a... It's Doe. Okay. Doe becomes the the boss of this level who turns out to be Hikari's dad. Yep. So that turns very interesting. Um, And basically, Hikari just, like, has to learn to accept, like who she is her 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 background and everything and like what she actually like what she wants to do with her life Mm -hmm. through the power of friendship yay Yay. so you basically you eventually finish that up and everything you get the fourth block undone and everything and you're thinking okay well that's that's that that's it we just get to leave now right
1: of course
0: wink wink turns (laughs) out do, There's another the, big bad. The big bad, after all, it was Nagi.
1: Yay! Who could have seen that coming?
2: Who?
0: Yeah, that was <laughs> that was one of those where it's like halfway through, it's like she's gonna end up being like the actual bad guy, isn't it? Yeah. Turns out it is. Um, she's like this, like she uh, basically keeps people in these theaters because like they don't want to go out or anything, and they are just kind of stuck in their lives and everything. So she thinks like that's just it's it's another classic persona take of here is this like supernatural character who thinks this is what humanity wants so we are going to that's that's how it's going to be which is in, in essence another trope that's basically kind of been beaten to the pulp by this point in terms of persona stories um but that's how it is uh and she gives you she basically gives you the option like hey you can go if you want all these people are gonna stay here but you guys are free to go like i i don't really care if you want to stay or not you are free to go if you want to go go ahead um and basically the the cat the groups all come together and they're like nah we gotta we gotta save all these people uh nikari basically wants that as well mm-hmm. so they decide to stay and everything and try to figure out a way to free everyone um which involves like getting all of the films from the the previous dungeons and everything and well, not, you don't have to go back to the dungeons or anything, but you basically grab all the film, the movies, essentially, quote-unquote. The movies! Um, and project those to the other theaters to try and make sure that people can actually, like, see that there is a different way and everything. And then you eventually fight uh, Nagi. mm mm-hmm. um, which, which brings forth, perhaps, the most interesting thing about this game. In that, you know, it, again, it's another boss fight that's very long and arduous, and does the final the the usual Persona final or I guess usual in, in terms of P three onwards of the final boss part where all of your party members will get taken away one by one? Yeah. Until there is one person left, and usually that one person is the protagonist of the game.
1: That's not the truth or the case here. Well, I mean, she technically. In
0: my argument, it would be the case here because yeah. you learned that the true protagonist of this game is Sakari.
1: Right. I was thinking more in the sense of like player protagonists, but like the actual protagonist of this game is definitely Hikari.
0: Mm-hmm. She is the one who gets the uh, the big rises up, fights against the boss when no one else is around her to help, and and basically is able to get everyone back. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like I kind of going into this fight, I was kind of starting to get that vibe, but I wasn't expecting her to get that sort of treatment from this fight like cuz cuz of course like usually when this happens it is the protagonist who comes up with a big um big attack that they haven't had yet and that's how they defeat the boss and get everyone back but this is this is the opposite it's a non-player character or non-playable character I should say mm-hmm. who ends up getting this and in turn becomes a playable character and in turn again shows that she's basically the true protagonist of this video game
1: also, holy, shit, this boss sucks because, like, she can <laughs> reverse and um, fast forward time. And, like, there are a few times, like, there's this one ability you can get for the Navis that um, they can heal your SP. Mm-hmm. And they're like, here, have a full SP heal. And I'm like, yay, this is great. I needed that. And the boss reversed time and took it away. And I'm like, you son of a. <laughs>
0: I don't think I ever had it happen like that. Like it would do the reverse and four times things, but I don't think it ever like affected me. Oh so it was mad. just like, okay, you did some more time stuff. I'll just keep fighting, I guess.
1: I legit had to put it down for a minute and You walk were away.
0: yeah, you were getting mad.
1: I was so mad by the time I at what point do you think I was just done with this game that I was just powering through it? It had to have been l- at least the Hikari Dungeon.
0: I was going to say like maybe after the second dungeon.
1: <laughs> I know for a fact it was um the the final boss of the Aegis movie. Yeah, so like,
0: like nope. I mean I think even before that you were kind of just done. Yeah. And playing just for the sake of playing it. Yeah. Um but yeah, you were done pretty early on. Um But, but yeah. Man,
1: getting my entire SP heal just taken away from me. I was like I put it down. I went and made dinner. I like stepped away (laughs) from it for an hour. I came back and I was like, okay, you're going down. Just all there is to it. Like you're going down. You took my SP. (laughs) You are going to die. Uh, But yeah, so that, that is one interesting aspect though, is that Hikari is the protagonist and Mm -hmm. um, has to save the day.
0: I think mostly I like it just the idea of like them subverting the idea of a persona user has to be the one to save the day when she is clearly not. Yeah. Even though she does have like some sort of abilities, but at the same time, it's just like, hey, she's just this really determined and determined person who wants to help her friends and she's able to, to do that. It's cool. But uh, eventually you defeat the boss and are able to free everyone. Eventually. Eventually. Uh, everything kind of like starts to crumble around you and you head back to Hikari's theater to say goodbye to everyone. Um, everyone goes their separate ways and everything one by one. Um, And then basically kind of like the, the epilogue is seeing all the cast basically back in their original places and and seeing what they're up to post what happened there of course they don't remember anything that happened because that's just the way this game works or they I guess this these games work i should say now mm-hmm. um uh the p4 crew hangs out at use plays because nanako shows up and that's the only time she, she shows up in the game
1: i was so happy to see nanako in her little chibi form
0: she's good um and they're like they all start to hang out and they talk about there's a movie on tv that they should all watch uh, the P3 crew gets together and they all get to hang out downstairs. I guess I'd say the male P3 crew. Um, they all hang out downstairs and they, they watch a movie that they rented. Mm-hmm. Uh, Femce gets to reunite with her crew and she's very happy that, cause she feels like she hasn't seen them in a while and they're all like, what are you talking about? You weirdo.
1: <laughs> you were, you were here just now. You're yeah, fine.
0: You, you, you're, we haven't seen you like that long ago. It's fine. <laughs> Um, but she gets to be reunited with her c's crew and they all they basically kind of do the same thing that the 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 other p3 crew does um and the p5 crew hangs out in the in the uh, ren's loft area essentially mm-hmm. and they talk about going to like a, a film screening yep uh they go to this film screening just because i think uh i think it's Ryuji who brings it up and' is, like wanting to go um and they all just go to this thing and basically uh at the end of the game you one of the things Hikari talks about is, is going out and making a movie that she wants to make. Yes. And when they go to that that theater or that film screening, uh, you see someone walk on stage and Ren react to him. hmm And you briefly get to see, oh, it's Hikari. Yep. She's the one on stage presenting her film
1: she's the director
0: which kind of brings in some weird time paradox things of like how does the p3 crew have this film in 2009
1: yep yep <laughs> i was also wondering that
0: <laughs> so that happens but like i think it's a, it's a fun interesting way to end this end the game and kind of have like kind of in, in a way kind of try and break the idea that is non-canon by having Ren kind of at least like recognize who it is yeah in terms of knowing who hikari is um yeah that's that's basically how the game ends you get some weird shots of you get some weird shots of you doing weird things in the credits
1: dude i saved every single one of those because they were awesome like i have
0: so weird and i love him for it
1: what a nerd um so also i will say um there there are some positives at the end like one is the fact that you is, like, a nerd posing. In <laughs> um, every single shot he's in, he's just, like, ridiculous. Um, there is the part at the end where, like, Makoto and Femsi, like, shake hands and, like, do you think we'll ever, like, meet each other? And, like, it was really, it was cute. Um, mm-hmm. Also, and I mentioned this on Twitter... My shipping heart was <laughs> very, very happy a few times. Um, yeah. Because whew, they they definitely put some nice uh, aki fem moments in there. I was like, you know, they may have butchered his character, but at least he cares about the right girl.
0: It's true.
1: Um, like, I saved this one picture. Um, that She's, like, shocked standing there, but Shinji is saying that, like, Akihika wouldn't shut up about finding her. I was like, oh, he loves her. And
2: then <laughs> there's
1: another one where I saved it and um, she says, well, well, then would you like to watch one with me, Akihika Senpai? I know the perfect romance movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, save some other ones too. Um yeah, here we go. Um, I'm sure the other me is only doing it because he cares about you. It's like, oh, 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 oh. oh wow! I saved so many pictures from this. I'm surprised.
0: I did too. Um, so it's mostly because I think we were just saying goof to each other.
1: Like go to town on that fluff. Yep. <laughs> that one was really or, good.
0: Or Fimsey dressed up as a cop. Yeah. Or Mothman. Uh, the Velvet style artisanal hot dog. Uh
1: Junpei oh. saying Oh
0: Uh how could I ever forget Yukiko's drawings?
1: The drawings are fantastic. So good. Um I have Junpei saying, Oh man, what if that me is a totally studly model and a hit with all the ladies around the world?
0: I have you talking about catching the legendary sea guardian.
1: Yep. Uh, I have Yosuke saying that Yukiko is a bundle of surprises. Um, yeah, go 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 to town on that fluff is one of my favorites. Carmaro just needs pets.
0: Uh, Caroline saying guilty kiss.
1: Yep. <laughs> Yeah, most of mine's just shipping stuff.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, I completely forgot when Yukiko turns into Junpei's Apprentice and Junpei's Believe It or Don't.
1: Yep, yep, that happened. That's really good. That happened.
0: Okay, so, like, there's parts of this game that are bad, but, like, there are parts of this game that are pretty good.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, that's one thing that we've kind of, like, emphasized here is that there are moments where it's really good, but, like, overall the game is bad.
0: Elizabeth says you bet your sweet Bippy again
1: bet you were sweet bibby
0: oh by the way yeah this is this reminds me as well there's a lot of weird dragon ball references in this game
1: there's a lot of dragon ball references and i'm not sure why
0: <laughs> someone on the localization team thought futaba would be way into dragon ball and like okay sure so that that definitely happens like she definitely mentions like having to find balls and get away she mentions training in the hyperbolic time chamber mm-hmm. um I think there's something else she mentions as well and she's like wh- oh, she makes I think an over nine thousand reference she does just it's whoosh.
1: yep it's a lot
0: your favorite series clearly uh, um, yeah they referenced a Fumi at one point which made me happy they did which blessed I uh-huh. blessed
1: I have a picture that I saved of the end credits that has femMC. Holding hands and skipping with Teddy and Shinji <laughs> while you just poses dramatically in the back. Good. Yep.
0: Good.
1: Yep. It's pretty wonderful. Oh, man. That's what a good picture that is. Um, Akihiko and Shinji having a popcorn eating contest.
0: Weirdos.
1: Yeah, that was one thing that, like, they had one of the scenes that showed up, like, when you were in the waiting room of, like, Akihiko and Shinji and uh, Yusuke, like, having popcorn eating contests. And I'm like, all right, I guess.
0: Sure. Everyone really loved that popcorn.
1: Everybody loved that popcorn. But legit, like, there are good moments to this game. Mm-hmm. Um, But I also just, like, hated playing it.
0: It's like if you can get around the the gameplay, which kind of has some definite rough edges, specifically with, you know, length and bosses and all that sort of stuff. And also, I think just, you know, I don't think the Entry on Odyssey style really fits again when, you know, it's not as unique as it was the first time around. Yeah. So there's that. And also just the rough writing around the edges as well. I'm trying not to sneeze. Don't it's sneeze. It's very difficult.
1: Bless you. Good job. But.
0: But yeah, they're, you know, the rough riding and everything, but if you can maneuver around that, there are good moments that you can find within this game. However, I don't think this is a game you would necessarily recommend to someone who hasn't played all three of those games. Mm. It'd be very difficult to jump in with all of these characters involved. Um nor is it a game that you could just tell someone, "Hey, if you want to get a good look at the Persona series? Play this, like absolutely not.
1: Yeah, don't do that.
0: That would be a terrible idea. Um, at the same time, like I know we we are kind of ragging on it a bit. I don't think this is the worst spinoff game.
1: I'm trying to think of what I would consider the worst spinoff game. It's at the bottom. The, but the
0: it... Five Dancing game is the worst spinoff game.
1: Okay, yeah, I could I could see that.
0: It's like, I think the bottom, like, spinoff games for me would be... The, like, P5 Dancing would be the bottom. And then maybe either this... Probably this, and then Persona 4 Arena Ultimax.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I would agree with you.
0: Which is a game I that has really good gameplay, but a bad story.
1: Yeah, it's Which kind like, of a disaster.
0: This doesn't have great gameplay. I think it's not terrible. It's fine. But there is a lot of stuff you just have to kind of move around to get to the good of it. Yeah. So, like, it could go either way on that. But, yeah, that is... Persona Q2 is just a weird... It's a weird game. If... Like we said, there's some fun to be had, but at the same time... I can think at the end of the day, you kind of have to look at it and think, like, was this game really necessary in, in 2018, 2019? And that is... Definitely a debatable point, specifically for a 3DS game. Like, I don't yeah. necessarily know if we never we really needed this. It doesn't considering, especially you know, it's a non-canon game. Mm-hmm. How much does it add to the overall series as a whole mm-hmm. and all that? It's an interesting question.
1: Also, I just want to say that it's really disappointing that this is where FMC comes back.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, we've had. Some things with Makoto in it since Three's release mm-hmm. we've had really nothing with her in it since P3P mm-hmm. and then like she comes back and it's this and I'm like oof
0: which I mean she's great in she she's is great in this game but like at the same time she's like, the best
1: character in this game
0: you would Period. hope that eventually they would put her in something that's better they could have maybe if they
1: dancing game
0: they could have like maybe if they are they actually do eventually remake three they just they go full forth with it and allow you to play as both characters that'd be great it would be but also it's Atlas
1: yeah they are butts
0: (laughs) um so yeah
1: MC deserves better
0: she does oh I guess one thing we haven't really talked about that was very weird about this game was that Amazon leaked it Oh, (laughs) Uh,
1: I had it, like, what, three weeks before it came out?
0: Yeah, like, super early. They just sent out, like, the the special collector's edition just a few weeks before the game was supposed to come out.
1: Yeah, like, I I got the shipment notification. I'm like, that can't be right. That can't be right. And then I talked to you, and you're like, yeah, it doesn't come out until, like, June. June, And I'm like, what? Really? And then it came. I'm like, yeah, okay. I guess I just had this two and a half weeks early. Um, which I did end up getting the special edition. Um, which appealed to me in a sense that like I got pins, which is nice and I love pins. Like and Coro. And co- which I will say that the quality of Coro is not that great. Um like and I love him and I will buy any plushie of him but like this plushie is not really well constructed.
0: It is there there is another one out there that they've made that's probably better I would assume.
1: I have um the one from what Van Gamer? Yes. And that one's really really great. Like it is a super great plushie. Um this one kind of feels like really cheap and like has some like sewing errors. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of a bummer That's
0: clearly why they had to, to ship it out early We're <laughs> gonna <laughs> so get this out of
1: here um, um, But I did get the pins And um, you know And <laughs> anybody who knows me Knows that I love buttons You do um, Although you do. One, one of them just doesn't exist anymore
0: Wasn't it like one of the weird things About the limited edition as well Was that they didn't put a soundtrack in it
1: No soundtrack it Which again art book. Yeah the soundtrack's one of the best parts of this game
0: and and specifically like all of these special editions they've done prior to this have had some form of soundtrack either like the full soundtrack or a soundtrack sampler like in
1: a it. S- yeah sampler yeah had nothing,
0: which is like you said is a disappointment because like the soundtrack is very good in this game
1: it's really good
0: but like, it, even just like a sampler of like the battle themes and the opening and ending themes like that would have been a okay like but... that's
1: what they did with Q they had like some mm. battle themes and stuff in it
0: they did that <laughs> with they did it with all the spin-offs, I believe like they did that with Arena. I don't know if they did that with Ultimax. I don't. Maybe I don't remember. I got, I got a code for that game, so I don't know. Uh, like you said, they did that with Q. They did that with P4 Dan, I think. Yeah, P4 Dan came with like the full soundtrack. Um, I don't know about the dancing games over here. I know in Japan they put out the full soundtrack, but that's because Japan's like they will go full bore soundtracks. Uh, yeah. P5 had something. Um. feel like i'm missing something else but regardless like the 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 idea that hey the collector's edition is going to have a soundtrack of some sorts has kind of been a prevailing thing before this and then
1: nope instead we got a pack of playing cards
0: it made more sense when they were giving out tarot cards
1: yeah, the playing cards is very weird. Um, I don't know what I would ever do with them.
0: Especially because, like, there's no playing card motif in the game.
1: <laughs> no. I it's... mean,
0: cool, you have a, a set of Persona playing cards, I guess. That's so that's all right. But, like, I mean, like, the art's sem- great
1: on them, but, like... Not necessarily
0: something you would associate with the game or put into a collector's edition, you would think.
1: I'd rather have a soundtrack. Right. Um, Like I said, the art's neat on some of them, and I sent you a lot of pictures from it, but, like... Mm-hmm. I will literally never take that out of the box.
0: We're not gonna play poker with the persona cards.
1: Oh my god, please don't make me play poker again. <laughs> if we play poker again, you'll have to explain it because I still don't remember how to play poker. We're
0: gonna play poker with the persona cards and I will explain poker to you.
1: I will I will never learn how to play poker. Like I keep trying whenever you teach me and I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just Jared, help me
0: doesn't help that there's different kinds of poker, so it just becomes even more confusing. There
1: are multiple types of poker? Yeah. What?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my God.
0: You didn't know that? No. Like, five-card stud, Texas Hold'em, those are two completely different types of poker.
1: What does that even mean?
0: (laughs) We don't have time to to delve into the different types of poker in this podcast, unfortunately.
1: Anyway... It came with playing cards instead of a soundtrack, and that was really disappointing. Yes. But also, I got it two and a half weeks
0: early. You did. It was the weird thing of, like, all the people who bought the collector's edition had it early, and also reviewers had it early.
1: Yeah. It was very odd.
0: And reviewers had it way later than people who got it sent early.
1: Yeah, because you got it, like, a week after I did or something. Mm -hmm. It was weird. I try to, like, not play it way ahead of you.
0: But I was also reviewing Trails of Cold Steel 2 at the time, so...
1: Oh, I was still mad at you about that. <laughs> because the whole time you were playing that, and you're like, I'm playing this. And I was like, can we trade? <laughs> I'd rather play that.
0: And then I was like, oh, I also got this.
1: Oh, I would much rather play Trails of Cold Steel 2 again. And I say that as somebody who just finished playing it.
0: You did. What a good game. Uh, so yeah, that's Persona Q2. Yeah, it exists. Mm-hmm. Good soundtrack, good character moments, scattered in between bad character moments. Mm-hmm. Um is really well written. Yeah. Uh, Hikari, the true protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: uh, Ken has some good moments with Akechi, mm-hmm. that's pretty legit.
0: And then there's some bad dungeons and bad bosses.
1: Very, very bad bosses.
0: So, if, if we were giving a rating of this, I would give it a thumbs in the middle.
1: Thumbs in the middle?
0: Yeah. There's some good, there's some bad. It's okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I probably won't ever play it again. Yeah,
0: same. But also, um, like, am I ever probably going to boot up my 3DS again? Yeah. Probably not. Bless you.
1: I just scared Maxwell off. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it was. I'm glad that I played it for some of the moments in it, but at the same yeah, time, same. Like, I will never play it again.
0: Yeah. So there you go, Persona Q2 New Cinema Labyrinth.
1: Yay! We got through it.
0: It's a video game.
1: <laughs> it, it is indeed a video game.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, if you would like more from us, go to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or sac.cool so where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Season Checkup and Jared Now I Watch. I had to remember which podcast I had talked there. <laughs> uh, we've been doing a lot of Jared Now Watch recordings recently, so that is that's why I would have to think about mm-hmm. like that. Uh, you can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Ann Ladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. And you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash anime checkup. That's where we do the Twitter. And you can support us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A uh next week I this is the first week we have gone off of our schedule because we've we had we did our month schedule and now it's kind of like uh, uh, chaos chaos um so there, there's some things we had we potentially could talk about you have something that you're going to play eventually and we'll probably talk about that at some point yeah I assume um We'll probably talk about some things that I am playing currently and then we'll be playing later this week and I've already played by the time this goes up. Probably talk about those at some point. When? Who knows? So, something will happen next week.
1: I don't actually know what you're talking about right now, but we'll talk about it when we end.
0: (laughs) There you go. Uh, So, tune in next week when I don't know, we just Do the thing. We do the thing. Or we just talk about Love, Light, Sunshine again.
1: Hey.